My whole goal with making music is to make people feel something. Creative outlets are crucial to our mental and physical well-being, allowing us to express ourselves and process our emotions. For today's episode, we spoke with two Berkeley High musicians, sophomore Vivian Silas and senior Dexter Griffin. My name is Vivian Silas. I'm in AC and I'm a sophomore. I've kind of made music since I was like, I don't know, really small, maybe like six. There is this genre that's kind of that it's kind of present in my music that is shared with maybe like Billie Eilish, all of these like home artists. It's, I guess you could say bedroom pop. I do a little singing and I do a little singing that borders on rapping, I guess. But I typically, it'd be like alternative R&B, I guess you could say would be the main thing. A little poppy mixed in there maybe. These two artists have different inspirations, but the relationships they hold with the people around them is a central theme in both of their music. I think my best songs definitely come from a place of like struggling in relationships or emotions. And if I'm having a really difficult situation with a relationship with like a person, with a friend or anything like that, I find it so easy to write about. However, if I'm like, you know, just drowning in homework or like so mad at my teacher or something, or just like school is usually when it comes to school, it just drains my energy. I don't know. It's really nice to have like a community of friends who are into art. Like um, even people who don't fully dabble in music, but even do like visual art or have certain music tastes that's interesting to me. Uh, the inspiration just kind of bounces off of those people. The creative process unfolds differently for Silas and Griffin. Yeah, so my process for writing songs and just making them in general, I definitely start with lyrics, sometimes even poetry. Um, and I just have so many, on my notes app, I just have so many different little notes of ideas. But then I'll put it to a piano and some, you know, a tune, a melody. And sometimes I'll envision like some drums in the background, whatever that would be. But for the most part, it's just me on the piano singing, singing my lyrics. I'll finish up the lyrics and then I'll go to the computer and I'll produce on Logic Pro. Um, and that's kind of it. It always happens in a slightly different way. But a lot of times I'll just get an idea or like a drum beat will pop in my head, like a little vocal idea will pop into my head. Or uh, somebody will send me a beat and I'll think of an idea off of that. And I'll just record a voice memo on my phone, just save it for later, and then put it into my computer when I get home and we'll start expanding on it. The support of family members has been critical for these two debuting artists. Well, my dad's a musician, so he doesn't really influence what I do day to day, but he's the reason that I'm doing music at all in the first place because he, he does music for... Um, documentaries also plays jazz saxophone so he kind of got me into that whole thing taught me how to use logic which is the program i used to make music my dad honestly has helped me a lot with this process and he really keeps me motivated because the thing about making your own music just like 100 percent yourself is there's no one pushing you not to procrastinate or not to slack off. Like, you really have to keep yourself accountable, and that's been hard for me. Like, I, I can't lie, I do procrastinate all the time, and it's, it's hard, and I wish I didn't, but he definitely has helped motivate me. Silas and Griffin also talked about how they first became involved with making music, and they've come a long way from where they've started. I was doing a lot of music with my friend Julian, because we started doing music production together. So we just started out making beats and stuff, and 
like seventh grade, eighth grade. Then by ninth grade, I started writing more. Because what had happened was I used to sing when I was in elementary school. And then I got to middle school and my voice was changing a little. And I was in middle school and all self-conscious and stuff. So I wasn't singing for all of middle school. And then I realized I wanted to start singing again. So I feel like music is kind of my only thing that I've been truly passionate about in the last few years. And so um, definitely... Right now, that's where I'm at, where I'm trying to pursue music as a career. Yeah, in the future, I would definitely want to make making music my career. I don't know how realistic that is because it's so hard to make enough money from that. While these artists envision their futures as professional musicians, they also recognize how music enriches their day-to-day lives as high school students. Songs to me are more than just lyrics, so there's also the effect that it has on you, like giving you goosebumps and making you feel sad or mad or happy or whatever. It's a small, small world. I've had, like, I don't have even my foot in the door. I just have a little peek through the crack of the door of the music industry. And you can see a lot from there, kind of, but just in terms of how many people are just connected. If you've opened the door, networking, they always say it's the most important thing, and that's so true. Not even just music, just in life. Like, no matter what field you're in, what profession you're in, because if you know one person, that can open so many doors for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Jacket Podcast. This episode was produced and edited by Miriam Reichenberg. Interviews were conducted by Zazie Duchenne and Bodhi Seidler.